It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkStros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can we find you on? They can find me at H-Town Wheelhouse on Twitter and at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Stros. Boo! That's what we have to say about the A's tonight as they fall to the Astros. What was the final score? Oh, that's right. Eight to one. And the Astros, they came, they did what they had to do. They came in, took care of business, and the final score was not even, even close. And uh, I think the Astros did what they had to do. They came in, they showed who was boss, and they didn't even have to use trash cans. Imagine that, Brett. Was- their, their fans had to use trash cans, obviously. They brought them. Um, because you know, I'm going to, I'm going to try to be as positive as possible here because we don't feed off of negativity the way some people do. The Astros just went out and they grinded and they kicked butt. Zach Greinke looked amazing and they won their ninth straight opening day game in a win in a row. Sorry. So guys, don't forget, you can get locked on Astros on Podcast and App Himalaya, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in car, tell your smart device play podcast, Locked on Astros. So guys, the great thing about this restream is you can go ahead and uh, comment. You can go and ask us some questions. What was your favorite part of this game? Was it Michael Brantley's homer? Was it Alex Bregman's homer? Was it how um, excited that uh, Zach Greinke looked? What was your most exciting part of the game? Uh, so, Brett, what do you think yours was? Mine was the, you know, the first inning. I mean, I know they only got four hitters up there, but they came out aggressive. They were swinging at the first pitches. They weren't looking at a lot. And they got their offense going, and it looked really good. You know, this this team has a lot of pop. This team has a lot of power. And they have a lot to prove. And so I know those were three Ps there. but um, there's there's a lot to this storyline. Number one, Zach Grinke has not been successful on opening day starts. Number two, he came out and did the job. Number three, the offense backed him up. And so when Anoli got into some trouble later in the game, which we'll examine later, it was okay because they had that padding and they did what they needed to do. I really wish we could have seen Carlos hit a home run or something like that tonight. That's what I was kind of really looking for but it was good for Jose to finally get a hit, things like that. I just, I like this offense. Um, I have confidence in this pitching staff. And let's just hope that this just builds and becomes something that we get used to seeing and not just an anomaly. Well, I, I love Zach Greinke's pitching line. Six innings, only three hits allowed, no earned runs, no runs, no walks, four strikeouts. That's what the Zach Greinke that we're used to seeing. This is a guy that, He's not going to come in and overpower you. He's going to come in and get the job done. He, I, I want to say that he got uh, two double plays. I, I know he allowed two hits um, a couple times, and he got the big double play. So 
that's what you need from a guy like Zach Greinke. Yes, he's going to allow some hits, but the the defense played really good behind him. And I know Chad freaking Pinder. God, why does that guy always make the big plays against the Houston Astros? You know, he did. I mean, you know, because, I mean, this is a professional baseball team. This is the MLB, and you're going to have the have those things go on. But Pinder definitely is. Um, sorry, I, <laughs> I had, I had you, us okay. Is in the this background. your first time you've been on a radio station or something where you're not no. supposed, you're supposed to turn a radio down, Brett? Come on, you told me to pimp the show out, and I'm trying to do that as I'm explaining. Chad Pender was very good for the Oakland A's. He is a guy that's going to make the plays every time you go out there, go against them. That's why the A's are scrappy. That's why. Um, you know, that's why they won last year, the division. They just did what they needed to get done. They just couldn't hit the ball, and we had better pitching. Yeah. So this was, uh, like uh, Steve just said, uh, tonight was a reminder of the 2017 season without the without the bane-bane of all. Like, it just seemed like with all the signs, all the booing. And I didn't really hear it because Brett and I were trying to do this locker room uh, thing, and so we had the sound down. So we didn't really hear a lot of the banging, but apparently there was a lot of banging out there. Not banging, but sorry, the booing. <laughs> sorry, a lot of the booing. And so, uh, yeah, guys, get over it. It's It was back then. And uh, yeah. I know that Carlos Correa got hit by the pitch, and Jordan Alvarez also got hit by pitch. And especially with the Carlos Correa hit by pitch, the fans went wild. And they stood up, and everybody was clapping. And I know that um, Brett made a comment on Locked On Astros Twitter field, and people were like coming after the Twitter handle, saying, "Well, that's what you get for cheating and everything." And it's like, get over it. That was yeah, a few and, years ago. Well, in that I mean, couple the, years ago, sorry. Well, you know, that's the thing. They're not going to get over it. It's kind of like Sully's told me. You know, it's like shouting at the tides. No one's going to hear you. It's not going to be effective. That's fine with me. You know, at the end of the day, um, I've got to realize that people are going to come out there and they're going to be negative. That's fine. We're going to do us. We're going to do what H-Town does. We're going to grin and bear it. And this team is not going to be motivated by the hate. It's like do it for the haters, like the whole hate us thing. Like, I don't know that I really buy into all that because if you've got to have hate to motivate you, then you're not motivated enough. And this team doesn't need that. We have way too much talent. And guys, if y'all have some questions, wherever you're listening, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, I love to say Twitter. So Twitter, wherever you want to, just go and type in chat. What's your favorite part of today's game? Uh, the Astros win 8-1, to one, and we'll talk about all the great parts of this game. So just go and put in there. Adam says the booing uh, fueled the team. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I think that Michael Brantley and Alex Bregman's back-to-back jacks, that really got the, the offense going. And I think the fact that uh, Zach Greinke didn't give in and he really was the bulldog out there and he really just kind of kept the offense, the A's offense kind of a feel down. And I think the fact that Paredes, I know that uh, this guy over here was having a little bit of panic attack. Yeah, yeah, one of those bobbleheads back yeah, there. Yeah, not me. But uh, he was, when Paredes was in there, he was having a little panic attack um, when uh, Paredes was kind of struggling a little bit. But the, the team didn't bend, and uh, they won 8-1. to one. So that it was good to see these guys doing what they're supposed to do. And speaking of doing that, 
What about betting on your team like the Astros did? So talk to us a little bit about betting online. So bet online is your best place to go. They are your sports book experts. You can go there to bet on anything you want. The Astros, Michael Brantley's average, how many home runs um, Jordan Alvarez will get. Will Lance McCullers or Christian Javier be, be a Cy Young candidate? There's so many things you can go. Reality TV shows. So go to betonline.ag right now. And you can use the promo code locked on and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus for with your first deposit. They have all the news, all the highlights, all the stats to get you more money in your pocketbook. BetOnline.ag, your sportsbook experts. And I'm sure if you want to hear about everything that happened today on the in opening day, you can go look at the Locked On Today podcast and uh, just hear about everything that happened today. And there's some interesting stuff. Clayton Kershaw got lit up. The Yankees. Oh, the Yankees lost? Really? Yeah, they're paper champs. To the Blue Jays? To the Blue Jays, who are going to win the National League East. Let's, let, let's have a moment in silence for the Yankees losing. All rise. Oh, Judge struck out. <laughs> All righty. Uh, all right, guys. So let's get back to the Locked On Astros podcast. Uh, so, sorry, we had to have a little moment of silence there. But uh, isn't it kind of great that the the fact that um, the the super teams out there kind of lost today? The, the you can't yeah, buy I mean, everything. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, I mean, let's just let's just all be honest here. It is opening day. It is one game. I mean, even the Seattle Mariners can start off in a in a twenty seven thirty game beginning of a season and look like they're going to be an eventual World Series champion. And we know that that's not true. And so the thing is, um, Kyle Tucker today, um, someone asked about him nearly injuring himself for a fly ball. Look, you want your outfielders going for the ball. Yeah, I but think don't get your arm stuck I don't, up in the railing because he could easily have broken his arm doing that. I don't think he tried to. I don't think he was like, let me insert my arm in between the wall and this railing. I think his arm literally went there. I think it's probably a good thing that it didn't get jammed against the wall and jack his shoulder or break a finger hitting, hitting the rail. Ooh, I can almost put anyways. Um, so I, so uh, I'm just okay. saying, it's, it's like, let me see if I can fit. No, my- it wasn't. No, that's, that's being a little melodramatic. That's being a little too, that's, that's, that's what, that's what like Oakland fans would, would do. Okay. I'm joking. Um, so, so, you know, here's the thing. I, I, I think this team has the right pieces to put together a championship run. These players... If, if anything, that's, that shows his passion. That shows, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because, you know, what is it, last year, the year before that, it's like, oh, when Kyle Tucker goes out on the field, he just looks lazy to me. And that's all we heard. So now he's going out and giving effort. I mean, I think it was... I think it was just circumstantial. Um, bless you. Um, <laughs> Eric Sunday sneezed in the background. I thought there was a banshee somewhere. Um, anyways, you know, we're here... The kids are still up. These these poor little guys are still up, toughing it out with us here at uh, twelve fifty four a.m. Baby, oh, is it really that late? righty. So Steve Harden says he can't get enough of Uncle Mike. He can't say good enough things about Uncle Mike, and it was really great resigning him. Yeah, just look at where the Astros would not be. I mean, would be without him. And look at his influence today. Who was there, like rooting on Alex Bregman after that home run? Uncle Mike was there, yeah. and he was he was the one who was just like, 
And he was the one that was just like so super excited to see that. And it's just like, he is part of this team. I don't know who was saying that he didn't want to be part of this team last year. This guy is, he, he's bought into his team. So I think Michael Brantley is going to be here for a little bit, at least for next two seasons, maybe beyond, because I think he's part of this team. So, so Adam wants to know our thoughts on our rotation going forward. Okay, well, I, I think for right now, I think Luis Garcia is going to be the fifth starter for at least now. I think Jake Odorizzi is going to be um, in the future. I From what I understand is that he is going to be inserted somehow in the mix around April 13th. I don't think anybody knows the specifics, but around the April 13th, he's going to be joining the Astros. Uh, from what I understand, he's going to, like tomorrow, he's going to throw a simulated game. And then maybe on the 8th, he'll throw another simulated game or just throw something at the alternative site. And then he may be ready for some type of maybe start or something on the 13th. And I think it's interesting, um, Corpus Christi is the alternate site until minor league baseball starts up because they push minor league baseball back, I mean, up a whole month. Right. I guess back a whole month. I, I can't remember which way to say it. But um, so they'll be there and they're actually carrying how many players on the taxi squad are traveling with the team? Is it eight players? No, five. Oh, five players. Okay. So and those guys are there for COVID protocol reasons, correct? Yeah, mostly. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, uh, yeah. And I think that's up from four. Last year, they carried four. I think they started with three, then they increased it to four like midseason. And now it's up to five. And we see why, because what happened in uh, with the Nationals, because I think they started with, I want to say three players, two players, and they then they had a couple more players test positive. Then they had to cancel the whole yeah, that's, game, yeah, and that's then the they could have to cancel the whole series because of COVID reasons. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's never fun. Um, it was, you know. Um, what did you, what did you think about Miles Straw? You know, Miles Straw had some opportunities to get some big hits tonight. Um, he didn't really, um, he didn't really deliver. You know, in his role, of course. You know, we know all the all the naysayers are going to be like, "Oh, he went over four tonight." So did Martin Maldonado, right? But, but I'm just saying, like, you know, people like to hyper overreact. I don't. So did Kyle. Right. Right. Well, he had RBI, but, but yeah. I mean, but I mean, you know, championing Michael Brantley going three for four with a home run in a double is is just that's what Michael Brantley does. You know, Altuve was great for him, like I said earlier, to get that hit. Correa got a hit. Alvarez got that huge hit. I thought it was going over the fence. Um, Yuli Gurriel looked comfortable at the plate, and so that's a good thing. Um, seeing those guys and. Um, Right here, uh, Steve Arden is um, saying in the chat, Dusty was 100% right with going with Altuve as his leadoff man. I agree. And and Adam, yes, Miles Straw is going to settle in. He's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with him. I just would like to have seen him get a couple hits, especially when he had the bases loaded. He got frozen with that curveball. I was like, why didn't you swing at that? But Blummer kind of explained it at the end. He said, look, when you got two strikes, you're typically looking for a heater to come in there, and he said he probably was not was not sitting on a breaking pitch, you know, and that's what froze him. Um, Johnny uh, asked, "Is Bregman okay, or was he just taken out because we had a huge lead?" I am not sure at this moment. I was wondering the same thing: why they 
um, took him out. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I'm, uh, I know that Dusty's featuring right now. I'm sure it's something maybe they just took him out or maybe they just don't want to test the hamstring. It, uh, I'm sure it's something like that. But I, I wouldn't worry too much about that at the moment. But um, And My, uh, Adam says that Miles will settle in. I'm not too worried about that. Let's not worry too much about Miles Draw. It's one game. But speaking of one game, let's talk about Bilt Bar. What what can you tell me about Built Bar? Why should people listening get a Built Bar today? Well, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar in the business. And I've tasted pretty much every protein bar. Most protein bars are too big, too many calories. They're chalky. They, they try to do too much. This Built Bar is perfect. It's perfect in size. It's wrapped in 100% chocolate. It's good for the healthy, conscious guy or girl. It's also one of the, one of the best like high-protein, low-calorie things you can eat pre-workout, during the workout, post-workout. It gives you energy. If you go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your first order. We swear by them. My son now eats them. He actually loves them. My wife eats them. Our whole family has them. We get Built Bars. We just got like five or six boxes in, not promotional boxes, boxes that we bought with our own money. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15. You get 50% off your first order. All right, guys. And if you want, if you're in fantasy baseball or you just want to know who's the next up and coming star, why don't you go check out the Locked On MLB podcast? Uh, Adam Aram Layton, he, he knows all about all those young stars and he can kind of give you a hint on who's next. So, um, speaking of which, uh, Derek For Real, I love that name, by the way. Uh, he says, I know it's early, but uh, should we swap Jordan Alvarez and Tucker in the lineup? Thoughts? I know we talked about the other day on the podcast that uh, Dusty Baker and um, Dusty Baker said that he's not going to do a lot of shuffling in the lineup. I think it's early. I know that he, um, that Alvarez, uh, he's up on the screen right now. He had three RBIs with the double today. He went one for three. I know Tucker had the one RBI. Uh, it's one game. I, I think that uh, there's a reason why Dusty Baker put him there. I think over time this will work out. Yes, if if this is something that they need just, they will just, but we'll see. Yeah, either way, A, they're both left-handers, so you got that going for you. B, if they're both hitting, if they're both doing what they're supposed to be doing, I don't think it matters where they go because what they're doing is they're trying to provide cover for Bregman and cover for Correa because they're trying to get those more quality at bats. But then you got Alvarez, and then if Guriel heats up, I don't think you mess with the lineup too much at the beginning. You you've got to see what works. You've got to let it work over at least two or three series. And I mean, if it totally falls flat on its face. Yes, but hitting, whether you're hitting fifth or you're hitting seventh, it's never about where you're hitting the lineup. It's what you do with your spot in the lineup. And if your spot in the lineup is your best, like Miles Straw is going to be the best eighth hitter in the league, then I want Miles Straw hitting eighth. I don't want him hitting anywhere else. Yeah, uh, it was great to see Joe Smith back. Last year he sat up due to COVID-19 reasons, and a lot of players doing that. I think that Ian Desmond... This is the second year in a row that he sat out uh, from the Rockies. So uh, we'll have to see. Um, No, we don't have a call-in number, but um, 
I think we can share a... Well, here's the thing. Here's a good question, Johnny. What we do have is the next time we do a live locker room show on the app, get the locker room app, find Eric and I, find Eric Eric Heisman, find myself, H-Town Wheelhouse. You can call in. You can interact with us. We can give you the floor. You can talk. And we will take some or all of those that we do and we'll put it on the podcast. So we do have that option right now, but we don't have like a call in number to call like the live show. Right. So, um, yeah, so I wish we could do that, but, uh, thank you for doing that. So, um, yeah, Easter hat, uh, he loves that hat. And, um, so Alvarez getting, uh, the rage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the Crawford's boxes, he's going to love that. And mm-hmm. we'll have to see. So, yeah, looking at the uh, Predators, he looked a little bit um, shaky. I think he was a little bit nervous. He had the two walks. um, But he looked a little bit pumped up after his strikeout at the end. And you can tell that he was passionate. He knew that he um, he was in a bind, and he knew that he got out of it. So you have you see the passion you knew that he he had it so um i mean he only had two walks okay i think you know to me when i was i was kind of hyper overreacting you know, i was kind of saying the very thing that i said you, you shouldn't do in an opening game i kind of did when he was pitching i was like what the heck get him out um i actually wanted blake taylor to come in first but that was just me but an only paredes what you have to realize about him is he has what i call a live arm and he throws, and he's got so he's such a herky jerky type motion pitcher that he's got to be in rhythm. If he's not in rhythm, he is going to be all over the place. And so tonight he was a little bit, but he did still get two strikeouts. He did only give up the one run. It wasn't even earned. And so that's really not a terrible outing. He got a hold, but I think Anoli Paredes will settle in. I think he'll be fine ultimately. Yeah, and there's there's a couple of errors. The errors were like the Bregman and Yuli Gurriel. Yeah, there were some uh, bad errors today. Uh, so yeah, the errors you got to clean up the defense play. And I know that a couple of people mentioned the defense, but you still went eight to one. Uh, you can't argue with the the overall game plan. You score eight runs, you're gonna win what ninety percent of the games, unless yeah. you're the Rangers and the Royals and they scored. I think the Royals won fourteen to ten today. Yeah, I, I think it was fifteen to ten. It ended up being like yeah, twenty five runs in the first game, and I was like, oh my god, like those pitchers are not good. Okay, so Johnny brought, brings this up again. So, uh, what do y'all think about the A's throwing at uh, Carlos Gray? I think that the Jordan Alvarez. I think that was just a. Accident. I think that was an errant pitch. I don't see. I don't. I don't know. Like. No, that Carlos Correa, that was totally on accident. I know you're we're having this discussion. Should we even bring this up? Because um, if if we're gonna bring this up, uh, then I mean, what happens if they get out of this? Should we even bring this up? But yeah, I think he hit him at the right time because it didn't hurt them. But what if was it Alvarez who was up, or who was up after Correa got? Was it Alvarez or? Well, yeah, it was Alvarez. So Alvarez was up and Craya got hit. So that was a very dangerous time. If that, that was right. on purpose, that was a very dangerous time. Yeah, Al- Alvarez was on an off 
it was a uh, I want to say it was a slider or a curveball. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know what he threw. I don't know his pitch. I want to say it was a slider, but yeah, but you know, clearly when he threw it, I mean, the expression you can tell on the by the expression on the pitcher's face, like, oh crap, I hit him. But I mean, that Bassett's was. I'm not going to say it was intentional. But remember, but, but remember was, last year, last year when the Astros were supposed to be the targeted guys, they weren't even the most hit team in major leagues. They were like maybe top 10, but they were nowhere close to number one or two. And so this whole notion that teams are out to hit the players, I think is absolutely absurd. I think it's a little trumped up. That's because last year MLB came out and said, you cannot hit the Astros. Well, this year, but they have not said that. I, I still think it's trumped up, dude. I, I still think I still think it's I think it's overhyped. I really do. Um, I just I just don't. Th- this lineup, top to bottom, is too powerful for you to be plunking players left and right. I mean, like you said, you plunk Correa, you've got Alvarez coming. All he has to do is put one swing on the ball, and the ball's out of orbit. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm going to try not to focus on that as much as I can. Yeah. He said the only thing positive about our Astros getting hit is that it gives us more. But yeah, exactly. That's 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 exactly the point. When he hit him, Eric's like, "Oh, look who's up next." You know, I was like, "True, very true." This is gonna. <laughs> this is awesome. We. I didn't know this. So. Well, hey, you know that's okay. We we do appreciate you guys um, stopping in, especially at one oh nine a.m. Good lord, I hate games on the West Coast. Why couldn't we be the AL Central? Jesus oh, there it lord. is. There we go. Let's hope it's hype because we don't want we don't. Yeah, no, that you know that's the thing. I mean, when you talk about hitting guys, Eric, I mean these are guys throwing baseballs ninety plus miles an hour. Right. I mean, you can hurt somebody, and I kind of get fans like cheering for it. But really, are we really cheering in twenty twenty one? People getting hit on purpose. I mean, that's about <laughs> as childish and as lame as you can get. Right. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to comment on that. You go ahead, Johnny. You go. All right, so overall, I think tonight was a win for the Astros, definitely in the, the record book. But I think overall, I didn't see any negatives I mean, outside of the uh, the errors for sure. But I think the game plan was great. I think the, the, the lineup, was the order was good. I think Michael Brantley batting second was something I wouldn't have expected, but I think it worked out, his batting. Second is uh, the contact bat. Batting second is great. Chaz McCormick made his uh, major league debut. I didn't even think about that. Oh, congratulations! You, uh, yeah. <laughs> he, so, well, he got in the game. Um, yeah. he didn't. He didn't. He didn't get in at bat. So yeah. So and um, uh, Johnny, you asked about that. I'm sure Rubel Garcia just got in the game just to get into the game earlier. Uh, so that's. I'm sure that's all that was. Yeah. And, I mean, if you're up eight to one, look. I mean rest the guy i mean this is a 162 game season right it's a it's a marathon not a sprint yeah you don't want him sprinting right now right so all right so who we got tomorrow in the astros game i know on on the astros side we got christian javier this is the guy who i think the astros are going to be uh who's going to be leading the astros in wins this year and uh then we got the the young kid Jesus Lazardo, and he is um, 
The last year in six games, he's got a 1.50 ERA, 16 strikeouts, and 12 innings. This is a tough matchup. And uh, what what do you got for us? Well, I, did, I just um, I'm I'm expecting Christian Javier to come out and pick up where he left off. Just I think he's going to come out and have a great game. Um, Jesus Lazardo, if he's on, he's on. The key thing is though is to get him out of the game quickly. And if they come out aggressive, I again, I really liked Altuve swinging at that first pitch. I want Altuve swinging at pitches, not letting a whole lot of stuff go by. But at the end of the day, the Astros hit the A's at a good time because Trevor Rosenthal, they're one of their big free agent signings to be their closer to replace um, um, Hendricks is, I think is a, is a great thing. And so, yeah, um, Adam says, even if Springer is not on the Astros, Miss, yeah, you know, I told Eric um, today, I was like, I would have loved to see George Springer lead off against the New York Yankees in Yankee Stadium and hit a home run. I mean, right. that would have been just perfect the icing on the cake for me because go Blue Jays. I'm a Blue Jays fan now because I want them to beat the Yankees up. I want them to, every time they play them, I want them to win. So I'm going to be, you know, I cheer for two teams, the Houston Astros and whoever's playing the Yankees. All right. So uh, to kind of um, close out the show, Altuve was making great co- contact today. And I know he did get a hit. He had a walk. And so, yes, as a leadoff guy, this is the perfect guy for a situation. And so we'll have to see. Um, this is I don't know why we're thinking, oh, yeah, let's go with Miles Straw. Let's go with Carlos Correa. Jose Altuve's done it before. Why yeah. not give it to him? So this is makes perfect sense, and uh, it makes uh, I, I know why Dusty Baker did it. So, guys, have a happy Easter weekend. Yeah, uh, definitely. Happy Good Friday, and uh, we get to watch a whole lot of baseball this weekend. And tomorrow's another semi late game. And uh, my favorite bobblehead in my collection, I would have to say, is. Uh, this one, it's, uh, I guess I'm cheating, but it's my, uh, Jeff Bagwell and, um, well, I guess, let me go ahead and put that up here. But my favorite bobblehead, in my collection is my Jeff Bagwell and Craig Biggio shaking hands. So, um, but there's plenty anyway. So, uh, no school for us tomorrow because no, we're right. both teachers and, uh, that's all we got for this edition of the Locked on Astros podcast. Go Astros. Let's go up to nothing and let's beat the A's and go Astros. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.